This podcast contains adult language. DigitalDarren.com. Today is October 24th, 2016. NFL Week 8 Picks and Kicks. As usual during this season, Calhoun joining me. What's up, homie? Well, I'm in here. What's going on, bro? Chilling. Let's go on and get to the good stuff. Let's start off with the fantasy. Focus. Well, one, I went on ahead and sh- <laughs> killed both of my leads this week, so it's a damn good week. Uh, so, good job. I'll tell you what. Well, it's about a winner and a loser, right? Yeah. One of the people who stood out, though, Melvin Gordon. Did you have him in your fantasy? I didn't have him in my fantasy. 29 points at a running back, and we all knew he was going to do something like that against the Falcons' defense. But when you outscore Drew Brees and Tom Brady and Matt Ryan in the week, I think you need to go ahead and get some, get a little head, especially especially when you're not even a quarterback. And you're not even a wide receiver. As a running back, he did his thing. And as much as I don't like him because I had him last year and he screwed me over, I got to give him some props. He did his thing this week. Who shined, who shined from your point of view? Devontae Adams for Green Bay, the receiver. Yeah. Wow. He, he, he ate the Bears up. I guess Jordan Nelson, I don't know what's wrong with Jordan Nelson. They were using Ty Montgomery kind of as a slash guy around the cob, done fell off. This dude done stepped up. He had like 13 catches, 15 catches or whatever. He had two touchdowns. He killed the Bears. So that's who I would say. Devontae Adams for Green Bay. That's my fantasy stud for the week. He was a one-man record crew, wasn't he? Yeah. Jeremy Hill showed up. Guess what? I had Jeremy Hill on my bench. <laughs> we had like eight carries for 180 yards or something like that. Get the fuck off. He went... The hell off, man. <laughs> I mean, what can I do? <laughs> <laughs> you just got to sit back and ride. And ride. I'll tell you who I had on my bench last last week in my other league. This is the running back I had on my bench. Jeremy Hill and Ajayi, which is going to be my fantasy still. If he's in your waiver wire, which he may be, if he's on your waiver wire, go ahead and get him. And you just seen that, uh, that chunk. That trash-ass Arian Foster just went ahead and did what we all knew he was going to do and retire. <laughs> Go ahead and get a job. He, the last two weeks, he's getting over 25 points. Can he keep it up? Oh, yeah. He's about to be the workhorse. They don't trust Tannehill at all. He's about to be, he's going to be, he's going to be it. So, if you got him, you need to, you need to get him. One of my fantasy does, though. Hunter Henry didn't give me anything this Sunday. I was really banking on him to do something. My fantasy sleeper for next for this coming week is Alfred Blue. What you think they're gonna do with Lamar Miller? You think they're gonna sit him? No, I think he was like kind of banged up or whatever. Alfred Blue wound up getting the majority of the carries last night. I saw that. So I think that again he he's always been a, to me a solid back who don't get enough you know. 
enough, huh? He just don't get enough carries. So I just say Alfred Blue, they're going to use him. I think the more they realize they can't trust Oswald, the more they're going to run the ball. So I think I think he get I think he's a, a, a fantasy sleeper for you for this coming week. My fantasy, well, my sleeper again. I give you one a bonus one, not just a job, but Jack Doyle, the tight end for Indianapolis. Yeah, he's putting up major numbers. I snuck him already. I already got him in the league. <laughs> I, I I went on here and got him before I went on here. I keep getting snuck. <laughs> 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 so I went on ahead and got him, but he's a he's another one. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk on the game last night real quick. So the game last night, we talking Denver really, versus the Texans here about just to keep up, just to make sure right. you're about home. So right, the game last night is a testament as to why the NFL been having the problems they're saying they have about viewership going down. One. You had Denver versus the Texans, and I can tell you right now, that game was exactly what you thought it was. Horse shit. Boring-ass game for a Monday night. Horrible announcement. They need to get McDonald out of there. He's trash. And on top of all of that, this is the thing that grinds my gear. Right now, we are in an agenda-laden society. It's just one commercial after the other about women rights, women strong, women this, women that, women the other. And let me tell you something, man. Honestly, your core fans, your real fans, are not going to appreciate bitch-ass Lady Gaga for the Super Bowl. You know, But we all, we've given that up a long time ago, the Super Bowl halftime show. We know that you're just trying to get the bitches what they want to see when we get the game. Okay, fine. Well, hold on. Stop right there. I think you're speaking to a bigger point. Time was the NFL was the man's refuge from the commercials to the game. Sunday was your day or those four or six hours was your time to yourself. The wife and kids go do whatever they do and you get to just man out. Nothing but viral commercials, fine women holding beer and the game. And so one of the things I do think that Roger Goodell has kind of so globalization, it's a concept called globalization, where you try to appeal to everybody. And I think one of the things that the NFL has done in trying to expand their fan base is they've gotten rid of their original fan base. So it's like an artist who kind of blows up, right? So, you know, he was regional. He spoke to, you know, what you were going through at the time. And you just loved him or whatever. And so now he one single blows up and the label takes him under the wing. Now he's rapping about shit that he has really no knowledge about. Dance, making up dance moves and shit like that and so yeah you got a wider appeal but you've alienated the ones who are going to buy every album you have going to support you through thick and thin the ones who are really going to spend their money with you and very rarely does that work for the long term because once you you know once you sell out the people who you sell out to aren't going to like you for as long as your true fan base will like you and I think the NFL is selling out boy that could not have been articulated better the NFL needs to get back to being a man's refuge. Like, women liking football doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's cool. You know, the little 10% or whatever they appeal to. Yeah, that's great. But they aren't spending the money for the tickets, for the games and stuff like that. It's the man who's still spending the money supporting the NFL every day. And that's what keeps the NFL going. And they're just disin- they're disengaging themselves from that from, from us. From And that's going to that's gonna be part of the overall downfall of the NFL. So, you know, not to be too verbose, but we have a bit, me, you, and Double R, basically a 15-year bit that says the NFL 
will wind up being the third most popular sport. And with the mixture of things that they're doing from the concussions to the marketing to the actual game sucking to the officiating being questionable to the announcing, it's all adding up to a big hodgepodge of, oh shit, this isn't a good product anymore. So. You nailed it. My, I was so confident when you made that bet, but they're taking a sledgehammer to their product. Like they literally had, they literally had blue magic, and they're cutting this shit up. They're putting water in it. It's so milky now. This shit is not it. This is not the same product, and you and you nailed it. We have a couple of friends, and they are some real diehard Falcon fans, and they know their football, and they're season ticket holders also. But if you think they was up last night watching Denver versus Houston, who wouldn't bet they wasn't? Yeah, women aren't fans of the NFL. They may be fans of a particular team or a particular person. And so that's that's where it's different between us and them. You're going to look at Jacksonville versus Tennessee. You're going to look at Cleveland versus Cincinnati. They aren't unless they have an interest in Cleveland or Cincinnati. Exactly. And that's what, and you're exactly right, they're casting us out. I mean, between Bud Light's commercial, Toyota commercial, between, you know, now they're doing this whole, one thing you don't do is hit women. I don't know about condoning hitting women, but unless, one thing you don't do is murder. I'm not condoning hitting women here, but let's put this in perspective. I mean, they're really making it where, just like in society, it's the emasculation of men. And I'm not saying you're a man if you hit women. That's not what I'm saying at all. They're really just making everything just women-driven. And women right, and women this, and women that. I don't feel like hearing that or give a shit about that on Sundays or Monday night. I don't. Take that shit. Listen, you're not popping in Budweiser commercials on the Lifetime Network talking about men and real men and construction. You're not doing that there. Don't do that here. And Roger Goodell is your greatest ally in this 15-year bet. He's killing us. Killing it. Even in the mishandling of the John Brown, the kicker shit, when you talk about He's just killing this shit. And he's giving everything and everyone else too much power. You should be like, listen, this is just a sport. This is entertainment. We're not a political organization. It doesn't matter what we stand on. With our, it's what the courts say about it. If the courts say he's not in jail, then and he's working, he's working. If nigga go to jail for domestic abuse Sunday night and bail himself out Monday, he's back at work Tuesday. So let's not make these athletes... I don't know what they're trying to make. This political statement. But when one have a political statement you don't like, then it's all kind of fallout. So that's why I think it's going wrong that they're trying to make this too political. We just want, and we want the violence back in football. We want the, you say the best, man's man. This is our barbershop here. Don't stand to my language because a woman is coming to the door now that we have a beautician and now we can't be men. That's not what we want to do. Can this be fixed? Hell yeah. Will it be fixed? No. How can it be fixed? Stop the bullshit. I, I, that's a... <sighs> the two commercials that really stand out to me, and I addressed them. The Bud Light with Amy Schumer, who I'm sure wasn't watching that game last night, <laughs> and uh, they've pulled some of those. They used to just be relentless, so I guess they don't pull some of those commercials after that Miller Light took a, a shot at them. Like I said, you know, y'all want to talk politics, we want to talk big. And right then, that's when. So they don't pull some of those, they don't see it as regular. And then Toyota, when the guy, the chef, and then they play some 
whole ass anthem. I'm who I am. Don't tell me what I want to do and all that shit. And the roller derby, bitch. Listen, man. Y'all hold so strong. God damn it. Let me step up and get knocked out then. And don't say shit. Get your ass knocked out by a man. And goddamn, I'll take it and be like, damn, I should have just been in my place. I mean, but you got to stop that shit. The concussion thing is a simple fix. Everybody know what they're getting into when they're playing football. Yeah, it's not right, though. That's probably something though. I think, one, you have to have better games on prime time. Oh. Like, they have to... The NFL needs to veto this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like... Flex it. They need to flex it. You need... After week three or four, you need to be able to flex any game. That game... Brock Osweiler should be... Did you see the Sunday night game? 6-6 six, six, tie? Oh, come on. You didn't like that Sunday night game? Straight, but no. You liked it? You're an offensive guy. I thought it was actually I thought it was actually a decent defense. I didn't think it was a bad offense. I thought Carol I thought I thought Seattle we were talking more about I thought Seattle was out of still. And I thought Arizona had bad offense. But I thought the defenses were decent. I thought I thought for people who like defense, that was a decent game. I didn't really stick around and watch it. Just, all of the games have just been so trash. The Thursday night's game, they need to just get rid of Thursday night games. I, I Again, I think it's marketing genius. I think the problem with it is that every team should have a bye going into the Thursday night game. Like, our team right now is going to play Sunday, this Sunday against Green Bay. Our team is the Falcons. And then Thursday night, they got Tampa Bay. Who the fuck can do that? In Tampa Bay. In Tampa Bay. And the same thing, Tampa Bay has a game. And they play us Thursday at home. Who can do that? Stupid. That's stupid. That's that's part of the problem. But let's wrap up this segment with this. Is Goodell I, is Goodell the problem, or is it just he's just the commissioner during the time when everybody has a voice? Goodell is a problem. He doesn't stand. If he was more stu- what he's stirring on is stupid, and what he st- don't stand on, you can't be a people pleaser. Nobody can. That's what we were talking about with Hillary Clinton. You can't just be for everybody. You have to be able to stand for something. You have a product that works. You took the reign of a multi-billion dollar a year product. Your product is fine. You don't need to change nothing. Changing everything from the kickoff, sitting special team out to getting the ball at the 25 to concussion protocol. I mean, the rule changes... Stop. The last five, ten years have just been a sledgehammer to this thing. And I get it's oversaturating the sport also. So one reason why I'm saying Thursday night game, you're right in what they should do a bye before each team coming to it. But what they should do is just take it out. What was one of the best things about football? Why do niggas stand in line for Jordans? Why do people marvel when you see a Ferrari or a Lamborghini? You don't see that stuff much. There is a novelty to this. This is, you only have you wait six months for this to come back. And they, they feed it to you sparingly. You only got 16 games of this. You only got Sunday and Monday. When you have Sunday, Monday, Thursday, coupled by college, which you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, you starting to get football every day of the week. And when you have that... But I think that was their original goal. I think that that is one of Adele's goals, to be every week football is the main topic. So the Thursday night games don't bother me as much as they bother you. Hey, that's a is there's nothing going on. 
you can see they draw. They could draw huge numbers because it's not shit on Thursday. Problem is, the games are shit and the teams are already tired. So, you know, I, I'm indifferent. They can go, take the game or keep the game. But if you're going to do it, there's a right way to do it. They're not doing it right. One other thing they did with Thursday night, they put it on regular TV to increase the numbers because when it was just on. Well, who got who has NFL Network, right? Right. I mean, they, so what they're doing was they just trying to, in the effort to be and fuck everybody, they fuck themselves. Yeah. That's what happened. You're, so right now you're fucking yourself. Get back to football. Get back to the core and just leave everything alone. This job isn't hard. It's not a hard job. You don't have to have this moral stand. Nobody's looking up, looking to the NFL for. I wonder who your favorite team. I wonder who's Matt Ryan voting for this election. I need answers. Nobody's looking for that. I, I just need you to be. I think the people hide behind kids for that. Hey, my son loves Michael Vick. Just throw a name out. You know what I'm saying? So Michael Vick can't be getting in trouble. And I think it's on the parent to say, look, Michael Vick is entertainment. That's it. That's it. And so, just like wrestling. As a kid, yo, Ric Flair was the coolest shit in the world, but nobody said, hey, I want to be Ric Flair. You you knew after, you know, even if you thought wrestling were real or fake, you knew it was a line between the real world and what they were doing. Right. Yeah, you might have smoked a gram of coke at 13 and, and woo yourself into a prison cell. Yo, so. Agreed. Let's go on the transition. Let's go on. That's a good point for us to leave on. Let's get to the Lewinsky and the Usa. Lewinsky will go to Melvin Gordon, but since he got his numbers on the Falcons, I'm going to go with a drop. I mean, since he, you're talking about next man step up, take a place, he's done that since Aaron Foster. I mean, he's done his own. He's went in. So I give it to him, and I got to give it to uh, Wentz. God, that game work is impressing me. Who? Wentz. Okay, okay. Quarterback for Philly. Yeah, yeah. He's doing his thing, and my last one. It's Julio. Jesus Christ. All you do is throw it over there. He'll go get it. It doesn't matter who on the mile. He goes and get the ball. So those are my three. Mine was just going to be Julio. And we can talk more about why later. But like you said, they just throwing the ball up and he going to get it. He not better than Megatron, but he doing his thing. He looking like a Megatron though, isn't he? Yeah. Sound like him. Yeah, so my Lewinsky is Julio. Yours was the group of the trio of people you said. Right. All right. Who's your use up? Oh, you go first. You always go first. Man. Now you still go to the Falcons. Okay. And let's park the car right here for a minute. Everybody know we're in Atlanta-based show. And we test each other after this. It was all of us. Double R letting itself. You, me, Mac. Baby, everybody was just wondering. When you can't put blame on any one particular group or person, you have a real problem on your hands. Yeah. And so everybody sitting back saying right now, well, maybe this won't be like last year. They just played, you know, they just had a bad, they had two bad breaks. In the NFL, you can't give away wins to teams you're supposed to beat. There's a reason you're supposed to beat them. Right. Every win, it's only 16 games and it's only really two playoff spots. For any given team, if you win your division or you get a wild card, so right. to do one of those two, you have to win the games you don't win. And when the Falcons didn't win after getting two sacks from Vic Beasley, who was you know considered relatively weak, 
after getting an interception for Deion Grant, who, you know, or Deion Jones, excuse me, who we think, you know, whatever you think about the defense. After that being a break defense, holding long enough after getting special teams pluses. And I was reading an article a while ago, and the article was basically saying two things you can't blow in when you get in an NFL game. You can't blow when you get special team pluses, meaning special teams turnovers or when the other team commit a special team turnover or you score a touchdown on special teams and interceptions return for touchdowns. You cannot lose those games because those things happen so so rarely. And the Falcons blew that game, and they got those. Can I just uh, elaborate a little bit on yours? Because I, I think you nailed it. Yeah. For one, he that touchdown, that interception went for 43 yards. It was within the 10-yard line, and they went three in the field goal. Something is not right. It that was, was a horrible sequence by Shanahan. What'd you say? That was a horrible sequence by Shanahan. Yeah, but I, what we was talking about, we, something's not right. And this is how you go from... And this is what happened to him last year. This is how you go from being 4-1, 4-2, four and four and to 4-3, and, and you can easily start to 4-4, four four, to 4-5, four to 4-6. To four to you can start a real slide here. And that's what you, and that's, and that went, we're not far from that, if you look at that. So, I don't know, like you said, we were starting, well, could it be the defense? Well, they didn't, well, could it be the off you know, it was the play call, is it Brian Cox, is it, why well, don't I like it? I don't like the defense they're in. I don't think that. It's some of everything. So I agree with you. I mean, it's not one problem, and that's the problem. Like, when it's one problem, you can fix. Or even if it's, if you can identify the problems, you can fix them. When you can't identify the problems, then eh, you're in a fucked up situation. And that's why we all the fact we can't identify the problems. Yeah, you're screwed. Yeah, so. But what goes to. And they're hand in hand. The GM of the Houston Texans, as they explained it last night, they didn't invite Brock Osweiler didn't go to the utility to the facility. They didn't talk to him first. They didn't interview. They just went and got him. And he didn't he didn't ask about them or nothing. They said eighteen million, he said okay, and then he showed up. And my biggest one is Brock Osweiler. Osweiler is trash can. It's like between him and Matt Barkley. As far as being in the NFL, I don't know what they need to iron out, but he is pure garbage. Let me tell you, you know you garbage. When a quarterback loving son of a bitch like John Gruden cannot say nothing nice about you, you in some trouble. The Houston Texans are in more trouble than they think. You got Lamar Miller, you have DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller, and you have uh, the kid from Ohio State. You got the pieces. Brock Osweiler is. Hot garbage. He's the worst starter. In, he's worse than Blaine Gabbert. He gets my youth soccer award. He might even get it every week. He's trash. $72 million. The city of Houston deserved better than that. That's one of my favorite cities. That's like my third city. If I had enough money, I'd have a, a condo, though. They deserve better than this. And The GM should never get another job in professional sports again. Mm-hmm. Whoever made I'm, uh, whoever made that call to go sign him for that contract with that smaller sample size, they should never get a job again in professional sports. They should never get a job again in sports. They shouldn't even be able to run a rec league a rec league park. That's unbelievable. I don't thank God you talked about that because Lord knows 
Because Osweiler had the nerve to say he thought he was playing good two weeks ago when somebody called him out on He's lost. He's trash. The team knew it. Except I had to even deal with him. They don't even want to talk to him. Like, they know he's trash. He's wide-eyed. He, man, he had a fumble yesterday with no one touching. The ball just came out of his hand as he was throwing it. He had a shotgun fumble snap. These are two different ones I'm talking about. He had a shotgun fumble snap. A few plays later, a few a series or two later, he had a, a fumble, just the ball slide out of his hand while he's throwing it. And it's, I mean, he, but coming to the fourth play, he had like 50-something or 60 yards passing. With DeAndre Hopkins on this team, Will Fuller, he's, he's horrible. Ball's behind players, he's horrible. He's horrible. They got screwed. Boy, if he wasn't white, there's no way that happens. And I'm not just a Mexican, black. Boy, if he wasn't white, he don't get that. That is, he is horrible out there. R.I.P. Mr. M.O.B. whose birthday is this Friday. He said it best. All you got to do is be white. Hold a clipboard. And show up on time. That's it. Get to work on time. They're going to look out for you. And, and that kid is the definition of that. Boy, if you've seen that, that's, that was horrible. That was painful to watch. I feel sorry for Houston. <laughs> Some of everybody should get fried after this year. The coach, the GM, you got to fire everybody. And the only person who you can't get rid of is Brock Osweiler because nobody's going to take that $20, $18 a year for that motherfucker. So let me ask you this. What coach will come into that situation? You're just looking for a, a field gap. So you get like a defense coordinator. You get somebody a chance just long enough to ride his contract out. Do like they usually do. Just let the niggas step on to get shot down. So let Romeo Canal take over for these next two years where you can drop this motherfucker and don't hit you on the couch too bad. He got a four-year deal. So you're just got- trying to ride that contract out. Yeah. So... Friday's motherfucker just promote your intern and, and, and ride until you can just clean your house. But boy, you've ruined this shit. You have a real opportunity here. You got JJ Watt, you got Brandon Cushion, you have, you know, you have. And one of the greatest advantages they have, sorry to cut you off, is that they play in a shitty division. You have a shitty division. You have everything for the taking here. And you just screwed the pooch for Brock Osweiler. Good job. Thank you. All right, let's go on to get to the games. Was that your only you suck award? Oh, that was more than enough. <laughs> Thank you for getting to Oswald. Lord knows I wanted us to touch on him for a minute. But let's get to the games. Okay. Thursday night game, the Jaguars at the Titans line is Tennessee by three and a half. See, here go another bullshit ass. Well, you know, the difference is this. I don't have a problem with this because Goodell is basically said we want to give every team a chance to play on prime time. That's why the Thursday night game is this. It's the reason why everybody don't play on prime time. Just make them a one o'clock game on a Sunday. Hmm, again, that's that's not prime time. So every, he wants every NFL team to get a prime time experience, which I'm perfectly fine with. I actually agree with that. As somebody who in the NFL and the NBA gets tired of seeing the same four or five teams on every fucking week. So I'm, I am I like this. I agree. I agree. <clears throat> uh, Titans or Jaguars? The line is Tennessee by three and a half. I don't feel comfortable picking this team, but I'm going to pick Titans. Let's go with the Titans. 
games like this, I'm not a Marcus Mariota fan, but Blake Bortles. My God. Again, long live Mr. MOB because he should have. RG3 can go to the playoffs and get a shorter leash than Blake Bortles can get. They've given him every chance to succeed. I'm going with Tennessee. They don't win by three and a half. They don't win by four. They may win by field goal, but I have a hard time. I have a hard time trusting Blake Brothers on the road. So give me Tennessee. Is the Jaguars the biggest disappointment this season so far? Nah. Who's bigger? Probably Carolina. Yeah, that's true. Are you, I can say this. Jaguars are probably Talent and potential are other words for I ain't done shit. They're the most they're the most talent and potential field team who haven't done shit. It's unbelievable. You're right. They always shot up by Carolina because be the Super Bowl chance to be one and four right now. It's ridiculous. One and five. One and five. Excuse me. Jesus. But Keys and Chad All right. Watching this game. We're going to get them in those. They suck. 9.30 Sunday morning. The Redskins at Bengals. Line of Cincinnati by three. I actually think this is a decent game. Darren, give me Cincinnati. Kirk Cousins sucks ass. I'm going with Cincinnati also. Uh, this is another one, though. When you talk about what he's doing with the league and all this trying to over-expand stuff, you got the product, buddy. They'll come to you. Yeah, I don't know why they keep trying to make I understand they want to be global, but this isn't the way to get them. No, this makes no this does not make sense. This is the oversaturation I was speaking of. As much as it's gonna be great to wake up and just have football all day. Man, this is the stuff what he's doing that's killing his sport. What are you about to do in London for real? That's not an NBA team in, this is they want a they want a team and they want a team over there, but that's whew. that would be the dumbest thing that they could think of doing for a sport like football that has so many people involved in it. That oh. is an operations and logistical nightmare. For your t- and then what division they gonna play in? Well, they had some ideas about it, but even then, it doesn't make sense. You gotta think London is six hours ahead, so they would have an unfair advantage. What's that flight time? It's an eight-hour flight. They 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 have long. They have they will have a built-in advantage. I don't see how you can have a team in London and not have a team in Vegas and basically throw a fist like hell. No, we can't have a team in Vegas. We'll be open and maybe we can do something in London. Jeez, Roger Goodell, get him out of there. You need to get him out of there immediately. All right. This, the first one o'clock game is the Chiefs at the Colts. Liners Kansas City by two and a half. Darren, give me the Chiefs. Colts suck. Same here. Give me the Chiefs. Next one o'clock game, the Raiders at the Buccaneers. The Liners Tampa Bay by one. Darren, Raiders, Tampa Bay sucks too. Give me the Raiders. Let me ask you this. What are your thoughts on Jameis right now? Like he's taking a step back. I don't know if that's because of Dirk Cutter uh, taking over. They should have kept Lovin Smith there and have Dirk Cutter as the offensive coordinator. I think that it would have been a much better off team. But you have a first-year head coach. Yeah, they're taking a step back. Some people aren't meant to be the boss. Some people are meant to be the man next to the boss or the right. man next to the man. 
Dirk Cutter seems like he's meant to be the man next to the man. They should have never screwed with him. And that's what he did. He tripled his wins the year prior. He had two. He had six last year. You saw they were going. They were doing a good job. I knew they was doing it when it got a kicker in the second round. Like, oh, we're good. We got all the pieces we need. Let's just get this kicker. That's all they were lacking. Dirk Cutter is, no. They're taking a step back. This one o'clock game, the Seahawks at the Saints. The line to Seattle by three. That's easy. Give me the Seahawks. My upset of the week alert. Give me Drew Brees. Come on with it. <laughs> I got it. Yeah. As usual, going down in the gunfight. Still shooting. Next one o'clock game, Detroit at Texans. Line to Houston by three. Man, please. Give me Detroit. Give me Detroit. Quiet as kept. Matthew Stafford is playing his best ball ever. Quiet as kept. Detroit is a real problem in the NFC. They're four and two. So... Please, you talk that shit you want to. Detroit gonna fuck around here either way in the playoff, and they might make some noise. <laughs> nobody's just dominating the NFC. Yeah, like Minnesota's what four and one. Detroit's a game behind them. Ooh. you see one coming out the East, one coming out the five and one. Huh? Minnesota five and one, but it ain't no time they fizz out. Like, I don't trust Sam Bradford for the long haul. Yeah, and you Green Bay isn't Green Bay. You right, Detroit can Detroit can back though they way into the playoffs. Yeah, if not get they just lost to Philly. Hey, let me tell you something, man. The wheels can come off. You lost AP. You don't have your guard. You don't have your starting quarterback. <laughs> and they, the media just love a cracker with a story. So of course they can ride Sam Bradford, but if I'm not mistaken, Sam Bradford is still Sam Bradford. We both got um, Detroit winning that game. (laughs) Next 1 o'clock game, the Jets at the Browns. There is no line for this game. There shouldn't be. Who wins? Trash head game. Straight up, who wins? Cleveland's at home. Did Cleveland get their first win of the year? Darren, Cleveland gets their first win of the year. What do you think about Fitzpatrick going on his rant? What that clown say? I didn't really hear it. He basically was saying nobody, the ownership didn't believe in him, the coach. He's being a spoiled bitch. Nobody. Newsflash, the fans don't, the fans don't believe in you. Nobody should believe in you. You suck. You suck. He's horrible. Give him, but give him to me for this Browns game. I'm this Darren. The only reason the Browns may not win because they, they're starting their sixth or seventh quarterback of the season. But home, if they can get the ball to Terrell Pride enough, Cleveland wins. Darren Cleveland wins. Is he hurt or something? Huh? Did he get hurt? I thought he was coming back. I mean, he might be coming back, but he still got injured last game. Well, either way, give me Cleveland. Give me, give me the Jets. And fuck Fitzpatrick. After this year, they need to go and cut ties. They did on something for a one-year deal. But he'll be a backup somewhere else. When I told you he's been in the league, it'll be 13 years and never made the playoffs. My God. <laughs> He's nothing more than a backup, but that's crazy. Now, you want to talk about applause, round of applause for the Jets GM, who did not be, who was not sucking to their bullshit this offseason. When they signed Kirk Cousins for 19, Brock Osweiler got 18, Sam Bradford and them chased down, they in their big-time pockets. He was like, nope, I'm not going to sign you for that big-time money, and you can go suck a dick. <laughs> we need more GMs like that. We need more like that. It won't be these ops, these crazy price uh, players. 
Next one o'clock game is the Patriots at the Bills. Line is New England by seven and a half. I like New England. So I don't like the line. I think it's going to be close. Rex still playing some ball. Let me say this: Darren New England beats the shit out of Buffalo. <laughs> the shit out of them. Rex done playing some ball, but let me flip and say this. If he don't keep, if he keep his mouth closed, New England win, but it's close. If he open his mouth, they win and they beat the shit out of him. Right. So New England wins, depending on what Reds does between now and Sunday, that determines the if I would bet or not. The next one o'clock game, the Cardinals at the Panthers. The line is Carolina by two and a half. <laughs> give me the Cardinals. Darren, give me the Panthers. Oh, okay. Why? I don't think Carolina's bad as they record. And I don't think Cardinals are as good as their record. The only team that looks to me like they don't look like their record is San Diego. And I said that before they came and kicked the Falcons' ass. I agree with you on San Diego, but I'm just saying in general, the Panthers have too much talent on offense and defense. The Cardinals have just been squeezing wins out of their asses against bad teams. So That's true. 4-5 game. The Chargers at the Broncos. The line is different by six. Darren, give me the Chargers. Yeah, give me again. The Chargers strike, man. I don't like their coach at all, but we talk about how Drew Brees go down shoot. That man over there in San Diego do the same thing now. Phillip go down the same way, and he going to keep gunning it. Give me Philly. All right, 425, the Packers at the Falcons. Who you got? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Tell me who you got. You not going to go first? Nah. You, sir. I, I, I insist. <laughs> <laughs> Darren. Lord knows I don't want to pick. I got I picked the Green Bay to win this game, honestly, in the preseason. Green Bay doesn't make me feel good. The Packers don't. I mean, the Falcons don't make me feel good. Oh, Green Bay made me feel good. I know. I think Green Bay gonna win, but I'm not gonna pick. Them. I'm going with the Falcons. Oh, the line is the Falcons by three. This Darren, huh? The Falcons by three. Why should I rather get his mojo going? This Darren. Atlanta, Georgia. I got that Atlanta tattooed on me. Give me the Falcons. You got Jordan Nelson on your fantasy, don't you? Make sure you start. <laughs> <laughs> Who you got? I love playing with Green Bay on offense, but make sure you start on fantasy alert. Start whoever it is. I don't care if it's a running back. I don't care if it's a wide receiver tight end. If he's on Green Bay, start. You got the Falcons winning the Green Bay. I'm going to say the Falcons. All right, we both got Falcons. We're tailgating, too. If you're out there, hit us up on Digital Darren, D-A-R-O-N, at gmail.com. We'll be out there tailgating. We'll hook you up with a free T-shirt and some other stuff. You're going to need it. Use the T-shirt to wipe away your tears. <laughs> All right, the Sunday night game is the Cow- Eagles at the Cowboys. Lions Cowboys by four and a half. Darren, give me the Cowboys. Give me the Cowboys. Hey, uh, two things about this game. Interesting. We'll keep it quick. I think they went on ahead and hit Jerry Jones over the shovel and knocked some sense into him. 
and that whole Tony Romo coming back shit has subsided. That was going to be stupid. And uh, two, Battle of the Rookies. This is going to be interesting. Uh, I'm looking forward to this. And the last thing is, are the Cowboys like the Notre Dame or the NFL? All right, every week, you can guarantee you can see Notre Dame on Tony on NBC. Every week, they show the fucking Cowboys. Oh, yeah, they're America's team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Come on with the boots. They're the Lakers. They're the Celtics. The Come Yankees, the, the Red Sox. They're, no matter how good or bad they are, you're going to see them. And they force feed that shit down your throat. <laughs> the last one, Monday night game, is the Vikings at the Bears. Come on. Vikings? The is Minnesota by five and a half. It can be ten. I'll take it. The Vikings. Is Chicago the worst team in the NFL? Well, no, Cleveland is. Yeah, Cleveland, well, Cleveland fight, though. Chicago don't fight. They just lay there and take it. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> Darren, give me Minnesota. All right, that's all the games for this week. Calhoun, appreciate you being on. Listeners, thank you for listening. This has been DigitalDarren.com, NFL Week 8 Pits and Kicks. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell a friend.